Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and debuting on the show, I've got filmmaker Tyreek Bacon. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. So let's talk. You are a filmmaker, right? In case listeners don't know, what is f- being a filmmaker to you? Being a filmmaker to me is creating inspiring stories through the medium of uh, cinema, through television. If you're a cinematographer, if you're an actor, if you're a director, if you're a creative writer, if you're anyone that works in crafting stories that are told through film and TV, then you're a filmmaker. Okay. And you are a filmmaker, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're crafting together these beautiful stories. Yes. Yes. All right. So why don't you tell our Met Radio listeners, what kind of stories do we like to talk about? The structure of the family unit, the black family unit. Do we like to talk about racism? Or do we like to talk about these days, the LGBTQIA plus two community and the two S I forgot. (laughs) Are you asking about me personally or just what do you think I think of as a collective we like to tell? Collectively, what do you like to tell the stories or what do you, that's what I'm asking. What Uh type of stories do you like to tell? I love so many stories, but primarily um, I've been in a space of wanting to tell stories that focus on not the oppression, so to speak, but the negativity that is in the world right now when it comes to the bigotry that we have and the, the just the overall political and social climate. I, I want my stories to reflect, yes, we have these problems that we have to reckon with, but also how do we move forward with them? It's one thing to say, yes, we have these problems and to acknowledge them, but if we aren't changing anything about them, nothing is going to get changed. So I want my stories in some way to reflect, yes, we have these issues when it comes to racism, homophobia, sexism, transphobia. How can we move forward? How can we offer these people a different perspective when it comes to these different topics. All right. Do you think people will get the message? Like if they watch your future stories, will they get the message or will they, will it really, you know, cause them to say, you know what, let me make this change. Do your projects reflect that? I do. I think so. I think that that's also with everyone. I feel as though if, even if one person is changed from my content or what I create, then my work is done. And I feel like we live in a world where we're so able, it's so accessible to showcase our creations to the world. So I do believe that once I create all of my stories that I want to create, that people will be impacted by it. All right. Talk about some of the stories that you have or that you are working on. So a story that I'm currently working on, it's called A Tale of Blood and Magic, and it's a short film, and it follows these three brothers who are sorcerers. They just realize how deep their bloodline goes when it comes to magic, and they're also dealing with grief over the deaths of their parents. So we have these conflicting things of learning about this new power, but also being burdened with this heavy thing that is grief. So the way that they process their grief, it manifests differently in how they use their magic. And they began to clash with each other. So throughout the short film, you see them clash with each other, but ultimately come together to start the healing process while also understanding what this new power is that they have. All right. So can that new power, spiritualism and witchcraft, can they meet together and be friends? They can, but it it comes back to understanding themselves 
the way their ma their magic manifests, it's a projection of how they're feeling on the inside. So once they do that inner work within themselves, they're able to recognize how they're able to connect back with their brothers. All right. And what do you want to tell those witchcraft lovers that do or would like something like this? What would you like to tell them when they watch the short film in the future? I would tell them that it is a lot of taboo when it comes to certain witchcraft practices and overall just the history of witchcraft. It's a lot of taboo and stigma around it, but I want to say to them specifically that I see you and that I recognize you and I know the truth of it, that it's all about enlightenment and it's about progression and spiritual growth and that there's truth in everything out here in the world. So there, what we call witchcraft is just a representation of their truth. Okay. All right. And those that might be Bible believers that stumble upon this, what do you want to tell them? And they're not impressed with the witchcraft. Well, I would just want them to come op come in with an open mind, be open to a different perspective, because it also does deal with biblical theologies. That's actually a part of the short film of how their grandmother is a very religious individual. And so that begins to clash with their relationship with her. So I would offer to them, like I said, a different perspective of just a different facet of our society and also how there, like I said, there's also truth within everything. So try and see what truth you can find in both aspects, both in spirituality, uh, what we would call witchcraft, I would say, and also in the traditional biblical, theological Christian religion. All right. Is there a positive ending? Does grandma get them to get rid of the witchcraft <laughs> um we learn more about the grandma as the story progresses so i will say it's just it things get flipped on their head a lot throughout the short film okay. but it's a positive way right yeah, it, it, it ends very positive it ends positive with them coming together and reckoning with each other Okay, okay, okay. So what other stories are we working on? I know it's not just that one, but we got another one too, because I was asking you off interview, would we like to tell a story talking about the Black family unit? Yeah, so it's a story I just, like I said to you when we were off air, that's kind of been picking at my brain, I would say the last couple of months. And it is a story that focuses on the Black experience. And I would like, to, I love history and I love going into the past because I feel like the past, it influences our present as well as our future. So I love going back into the past and see, seeing what I can pull from. So I would love a story that focuses on the Black experience uh, in the year 2001 through the lens of a young Gen Xer. So that's a person born, I think, between the I'm not sure on the year specifically, but uh, the Gen X generation. So he'd be around 23, 24 in 2001. And it shows his growing ideologies. It shows him coming into his own as a man and crafting an identity for himself, but also being not burdened, but understanding that his beliefs sometimes contrast that with his society when it comes to America, when it comes to his specific uh, culture, what it means to be a Black man. Those things are starting to, uh, I wouldn't say eat up at him, but he's starting to understand who he is and how that may not go with the environment that which he lives in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what do you want to tell other Black men that do watch this in the future, where they might be insecure about their masculinity or just their Black manhood in general? 
I think we're told, especially as black men, that we have to be this certain thing in society. And I would love for my film to show black men, whoever watches that, you define who you are. Don't let your family decide who you are. Don't let society decide who you are. Don't let these preconstructed notions of what it means to be a black man dictate how you live your life. Because we only live once. And so if we're constantly trying to fit into this mask of who we're told we should be, we never get to live who we're meant to be. Mm-hmm. But, think, I'm sorry, but aren't we all actors in a way? We're trying to live who we really should be or what society tells us to. Yes, sorry definitely. to interrupt. Yes, I definitely agree with that. I do feel like, how do I want to say this? I want, I feel like for certain people, they're, the mask is bigger and we wear the mask for longer. And that doesn't just extend to you know, African-Americans, you know, because I would say a good example is like African-Americans, we know one thing about cold switching. So we'll have to go into an environment where we have to change who we are because we may be uh, discriminated against, whether it's passive aggressiveness, whether it's straight in our face discrimination, we have to cold switch when we go into different environments when certain other people don't have to do that. Another example is LGBT people, they would have to cold switch to appear more uh, societally accepted when they go into certain spaces. So I do agree with us having uh, everyone having to wear masks and be actors to a degree. But I do feel like society puts pressure on more groups of people to wear those masks better, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you're not wearing that mask, are you? Maybe you are. And then you're writing this. I used to wear a mask, but I'm trying to live more authentically where I craft my own mask and it's a mask of just me. It's not, I don't pull from society to try to influence what my mask looks like. Okay. Do you talk about suicidal ideations in any of your projects? Because you know us Black men, a lot of us are carrying stuff and some of us probably struggle with suicidal thoughts or ideations or have taken our lives. Correct. It's not something that I've spoken about personally in my uh, projects. I would, one thing about me when it comes to the things I tell about in my stories or yes, my stories, I want to have more understanding of it. And so when it comes to suicide and mental health, I don't want to just put it into my short film or narrative just because you know, just to have it, you know, I want to make sure I'm properly educated in all the facets of it. And so as of right now, it's not something that I've put in my project, just because I, I'm not really familiar on the topic of suicide and mental health and everything that goes into it, you know. Okay. All right. That's, I understand. All right. So do you see yourself acting, going in front of the camera and being in any of these short films? I actually do. It's funny because I started off saying I wanted to be an actor. And this was around, this was around when I was 12, when I first started saying I wanted to be a filmmaker. And it started off with me saying I wanted to be an actor. And everyone would say, oh, you could be a director too. You could be a director. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to be a director. And as I grew up, it started to shift into, okay, I think I do want to be a director. So it's this constant seesaw back and forth on which one I want to do first, because I do want to do both. But I definitely do want to act in some of my own projects as well. Okay, all right. And you probably would notice the difference for sure, right? As far as what? 
Ah, uh, maybe, you know, you're behind the camera. You don't get to, what do you call it, use your own judgment as much. Maybe when you're in front of the camera, oh, true, you know, true, you're, yes. you know, okay. And talk to, what do you call it, some of those people that are the jack of all trades and they notice the difference. What mm -hmm. do you say to them? Where, you know, maybe they want to get better or maybe they don't like being the jack of all trades. I would say, because this is also something that I've, I would say, truthfully, I'm still working with with myself is understanding, yeah, I have all these talents when it comes to certain things, but really honing in on one specific thing, not to say that I need to be boxed in, but I see this path I have for myself, but if I just stand still trying to decide how to move forward, I'll never get anywhere. So I feel like honing in on something specifically will help me or help you or anyone that's listening to start your path. So uh, what I did, I wrote down every talent or thing that I was good at, and I went down the list of which one brought me passion the most. Like I did it as a, uh, not a scale, but I would put like from five to one. So five would be like writing and it will go up to one, which would be like acting. And so I've said, okay, then I would do acting first. So it comes from understanding which trade you love the most and then going from there. And once you've opened opportunities through that, then you can move on to the next one and go from there. Okay. Sometimes it's not so easy to move on to the next one, right? True. It's very true. Cause you, it's a, it's a, it's very complicated. You could get, uh, stuck in it you could get uh it could be the it, it's a lot it's a lot yeah okay so what's your encouragement to other filmmakers what do you want to tell them i would say don't rush your story i understand that you have this vision for yourself whether it be the accolades whether it be you wanting to have your story out to the masses and inspiring people but don't rush your story if your story is not there that is fine if it takes you two months, six months, one year, two years, craft that story because that's the most important part of the entire project. If you rush your story, then you're, what are you really doing it for? And that's something I had to learn for myself because I had this almost like uncontrollable energy of wanting to create. But when I would sit down and really listen or read back the story, it wasn't me. It wasn't what I was trying to show to people. And it was frustrating because I had this energy of wanting to create, but not having the thing I want to create, if that makes sense. So to any filmmakers or creative people, really understand what it is you truly want to create and make sure that that vision you have is firm because if that vision is not firm you're already starting off in the wrong way mm -hmm. but mr bacon the reason why i had to rush it is because it might get old or people might forget you know in the future you know or it might not even be relatable to today what do you say to that you have to have faith in your story and also your path because that's also thoughts that came up to me. It's like, okay, well, if I keep rushing, if I keep sitting on this, stuff is going to pass me by, the story is going to get old. And to a degree, those are those are true. So it goes back to understanding your story because if you understand your story, you know if it's something that can last or not. If it's something that you think, okay, cannot last out of six months, then it's probably a story that doesn't need to be told. But- if you're strong and you feel it deep inside you that this is something you want to show to people, it doesn't matter how long it's going to take. Nothing that's meant for you will ever pass you by. Right, right, right. Can stories or filmmaking be timeless where, where the audience can remember decades after decades after decades? Yes, I think that's also the, the thing that 
especially draw like draw me towards filmmaking at first is because I would watch old movies and even though you know it's in black and white and all the actors are you know they passed away the the meat of the story the the idea or the ideal I would say is still there ideas and ideals are timeless so whether how filmmaking changes technologically in the next decades as long as that story is there and it's a story that us as human beings can connect with I feel like that's what makes films timeless okay did you want to throw out your social media platforms and your projects names in case people want to connect with you Sure thing. So my Instagram is Tyreek.official. That's T-Y-R-I-C dot official. And I'm also on TikTok and that is Oofy. That's three O's uh, F-Y. And I am currently working on two short films. The one that will probably be coming out first is my NASA project. Oh, do we speak about the NASA project? You can speak about it. Go ahead. Yes, I'm so sorry. So I actually had the amazing opportunity last week to tour NASA facilities and work with them. And I plan to craft a short film uh, about the history of NASA and what it means for space exploration and also us as human beings why we look to the stars in the first place and what it means about us as human beings so I'm crafting that short film that's called The Nation of Icarus and like I also mentioned earlier my short film about the three sorcerers that's called A Tale of Blood and Magic okay now in case there are space lovers what do you want to tell them where they say where they're saying why is not enough space stories coming out which with the exception of hidden figures back Mm -hmm. six years ago. (laughs) Right. I think a lot of people are turned off by space just because of the science that's involved. You know, people like, oh, I don't want to be taught this. I don't want to go to school when I'm watching a movie, you know? But I feel like if it's given in a different direction or a different perspective, we'll draw more people. So that's what I hope to do with my short film, The Nation of Icarus, is showcase, you know, space exploration from a different perspective. While also speaking about that science, because it is a crucial part of it. But I mainly plan to focus on the philosophical standpoint. Like I said, why do we look to the stars in the first place? Why have we did all these achievements in space when it comes to landing on the moon, wanting to be on Mars? What is it in ourselves that makes us want to do that? Okay, okay. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio Toronto? Um, Just to stay inspired for any creators or creative people out there. Just continue to create. If you're having a mental block or a creative block, sit with yourself, sit with your, sit with your, th- sit with your thoughts, and just know that you will create in the right time. Don't try to rush it. And for people that are also probably afraid to create, not knowing how to create, there's never a right time to create. If you want to tell a story or paint a painting, go ahead and do it. Just know how to trust within yourself and trust your vision. And the time is now, right? Most definitely. Time is now. We need to hear your stories. We need to see your art. We need it. All right. All right. From Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank filmmaker Tyreek Bacon. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dominic. Thank you. All right. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.